Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for The Robin Smith Show for Sunday, March 5th, 2023. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Uh, Sunday, March 5th. Okay, so you have one one week to submit your bracket uh, for those NCAA men's basketball fans. March Madness is upon us. Get your submissions in. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. Uh Maybe we should start with Chris Rock's new comedy special, huh? For those of you who don't know, Chris Rock released his new latest Netflix special. He was the first entity, organization, artist, whatever, to do a live event on Netflix. So that was last night, Saturday, March 4th. And also it was the uh, greatly anticipated, you know, slapback, if you will, from a year ago from the whole Will Smith thing. And I remember seeing tickets for Chris Rock as I guess he was, you know, of course, any comedian's going to work the clubs and work on their material, but then like perform shows. And you know how comedians are where they're say confiscate your cell phone so that none of this stuff gets leaked. So literally, uh, and also shout out to my buddy, Aaron, I wouldn't, this wouldn't have been on my radar to to watch. And last night there was like a live pre-show and post-show uh, before and after the event. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, what do I want to say about this? Well, just first of all, that it was great. Chris Rock, you know, there's a lot of comments online, uh, you know, it's the internet. So anytime you read comments, you're going to get a bunch of different opinions. But I, you know... I thought it was some of his best work and, you know, it, it is kind of hard to compare, you know, comedians from their earlier work, bring the pain bigger and blacker. Those are, those are really, they stand out. Um, but this one was, you just watch an artist as they mature and grow and develop. And, uh, I just really appreciate it. I was, I was watching it in bed, uh, committing a sin against, uh, you know, good sleep hygiene, my wife was like trying to fall asleep and I was laughing and she's like, I think you need to leave. And I was like, yes. Okay. I went downstairs and watched it. But, um, yeah. Um, I guess the first thing to say is there's a comparison here with like, uh, everyone's waiting for him to talk about the Will Smith thing. And yet he doesn't go into it until the last 10 minutes of his act. And, in a in kind of like in a comparison with Louis CK when everyone's like when he's returning for his special everyone's like you got to he's got to talk about the whole being canceled thing right and his and Louis CK's special was entitled sorry uh i think that was two specials ago if i'm not mistaken um and he kind of addressed it at the very top. Louis C.K. is like, so we got to talk about, you know, the fact that Obama knows what my my kink is or what my, you know, what gets me off sexually. So Louis C.K. does his special and kind of addresses it at the top. Whereas Chris Rock, you know, I, I was like, surely he's going to talk about it. So he gives these little nods. He like uh, he talks about Snoop Dogg and doing a bunch of commercials. And he's like, I'm not trying to diss Snoop Dogg, though. I don't need another angry rapper at me. And. So he's dropping these little hints at it. And then he's talking about Beyonce, how she's so fine. And she's like, you know, she's so beautiful. The w- women have all the power. You know, uh, I'm going to fuck up his bit, obviously. But uh, she's like, if Be- he's like, if Beyonce worked at Burger King, you know, JC, Jay-Z would still, they'd still get together. But if Jay-Z worked at Burger King, <laughs> you know, it's like, and he's like, that's not a diss to Jay-Z. 
I don't need another uh, mad rapper at me. So that's his transition where he goes into it. Um, but it was really powerful because he's, you know, I sh- actually, I shouldn't talk. I, sh- I shouldn't. You should go watch the special. Go watch it. Go watch it. I mean, uh, I guess other outlets, LA Times, uh, et cetera, uh, are talking, are quoting the special. So I don't know why I'm thinking I, I can't. I, uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, go, go watch it. And it's, uh, really Chris Rock at some of his best. And, um, yeah. Uh, well, there was one other thing that I wanted to say. I felt bad for David Spade and, uh, Dana Car- Carvey. You know, those are two of, uh, Rock's colleagues at SNL, but it was, uh, you know, he, f- he filmed it in the Hippodrome in Baltimore and, you know, I, 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 a mostly black audience. And then the, the panel after the show, the analysis, uh, with, um, Arsenio Hall. I can't remember the gal's name. Uh, JB Smoove, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The, they're like the panelists. And then the co-hosts are David Spade and Dana Carvey. And so there's, you know, there's talk about, uh, racial things. And they're just like, kind of like, they're just kind of like, we were tr- like white guys trying to like jump into this conversation. Like we don't have it much to say. Um, but one of the, I think one of the commentaries that um, uh, Arsenio Hall was making was like how he appreciates how rock will, you know, number one job of a comedian is to make, make them laugh, make, make the audience laugh. But like rock will also educate, like provide cultural education. And he was talking about uh, that. He was doing a bit about the uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and how Meghan Markle didn't know that, you know, giving her shit about being like, are you surprised that the Royal family is racist? You know, they were like, they wanted to, um, check behind the ear of the baby to see the skin tone, the skin tone, like the color of the skin. And when, when Chris Rock was saying that, uh, he's talking about how like, that's don't be surprised. Like I'm trying to remember if it was Chris Rock or Arsenio Hall. It might've been Arsenio Hall when he was in the comedy store, kind of asking the audience kind of maybe they were having a watch party, the audience kind of raise your hand for those of you who are familiar with this. And most of the hands go up. I had no idea, you know, I had no idea. Uh, It makes me wonder for my own grandmother-in-law, if she was interested in, in checking out uh, my wife, Kelly, because Kelly's from a mixed uh, marriage, uh, mixed race couple. And anyway, it's just, it's things like that where you know, you're, the, you appreciate the art form, but then you're also, yeah, you're getting educated and, and learning a little bit about, and and also that the, the thing was like the, the other like racial, um, what was moving, uh, was the commentary on at the very end, like his right before, again, this is spoiler, so I'm sorry, but right before he does the literal mic drop, you know, he's saying to like, Everyone who's like, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you hit him back? Or why didn't you do anything about it? And he's like, I took those punches like Pacquiao. You know, for those of you who don't know Manny Pacquiao, great boxer. And he's like, he's like, I had parents who raised me not to fight in front of white people. You know? And like, you could see, his mom was in the audience in Baltimore. And you could see him being, him being emotional. And you know, as an artist, you know he's done, he's done this material in clubs and stuff. Uh, but to, to know that it was live and he also like dropped some shit about his daughter, like getting, um, you know, 
uh, you know, his kids are so rich and spoiled and like, you know, his daughter got in trouble with the school and rich lawyers and all this other stuff. And he's like, I called the, I, I went to the dean and I was like, I need you to kick my daughter out. So she learns this fucking lesson. And he's like, and, and no one knew his ex-wife didn't know the administrator at the school didn't know. And his daughter didn't know. And he was like dropping this news live on Netflix. He's like, and they're all going to find out, you know? So it's like, he's playing with the art form. He's playing with the kind of the medium as well. It's just kind of really interesting to see how different comedians, um, yeah, hone their craft in, in the current age. Um, anyway, yeah, go check it out. Um, Let's let's uh, do a quick read here. In a country that wastes billions of pounds of food each year, it's almost shocking that anyone in America goes hungry. Yet every day, there are millions of children and adults who do not get the meals they need to thrive. We work to get nourishing food from farmers, manufacturers, and retailers to people in need. At the same time, we also seek to help our neighbors build a path to a brighter, food-secure future. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. So give today uh, what you can. And yeah, also want to just say I'm not surprised that Bob felt the last week's episode with Robert Falconer, uh, new podcast record. I, again, not surprised because he's a big name in the IFS community, but he now sits atop at most downloads, uh, episode with most downloads. Finally, the, uh, the former champion was the first episode of the podcast. Welcome to the show. I was surprised. I, I was like, well, that's going to topple eventually. And I, 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 I'm not surprised that, that, Bob took it down. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, go back and that's the it's the episode since I started this show that I want most listeners to listen to. Uh, it it kind of yeah, just go listen. I don't know. I ta- I don't know how many people are are longtime listeners and new listeners, especially because every time I get a, a guest on, you know, people are tuning in from all around the world, uh, mostly. English speaking, you know, it's all English speaking, but it's like mostly U.S., Northern America, U.K. Um, but yeah, anyway, welcome to the show. What am I talking about? I'm welcoming. I'm, I'm all over the place. Here's what I want to do. I want to pause for – you can tell the show isn't edited, right? Uh, I look up to uh, Bill Burr as the rant king, rant champion, and – Every time I want, I'm tempted to be like, let me just uh, let me edit edit something out. I'm just like, no, no, I'm going to keep it in. Um, that's the respect I give you, the listener. I give you the respect of not preparing so that you get the raw deal. Well, not entirely not preparing. I know I want to talk about Chris Rock special. Anyway, anyway, what the fuck? Okay, I want to. Uh, this is a solo episode. There's no guest today, so I want to share with you another track from Momentary Profits album uh, Mandala. And this track is called Stomp for Her. Uh, if you've been listening recently, I've been uh, sharing tracks from their album. And on solo episodes, I love to share some tunes when I can. Uh, so this is uh, Momentary Prophets, Stomp for Her. When she smiles, it's the most beautiful Dan. 
stump for her. Um, hey, so uh, I'm in the market for a new car. Anyone got any suggestions? Uh, you know, it, I want to hear from you guys. Any suggestions for a new car? You, you might say, why are you turning to us, Robin? Do your own research, damn it. Uh, I don't know, because I, I, cause you're listeners. You are, you are a wealth of knowledge and resources. It's way easier to get a suggestion uh, or a – not a suggestion. What am I talking about? Get, well, yeah, it, it is a suggestion. Um, yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in the market for a new car, and it's because my car is falling apart. You know, I, my buddy, uh, my neighbor says, it's cheaper to keep her, Robin, and he's not wrong, but, you know, it's the warm season's coming back. That air conditioner needs a new compressor. The bumper is falling off. It needs body work. The inside curtain, what's it called? You know, the, when the ceiling is falling apart, I stapled the ceiling cloth so that, you know, because there's, no there's no AC, so it's hot. And I roll the windows down, and then the cloth is, like, flapping and blocking the rearview mirror. It's like, it's a, you know, I'm committing multiple motor vehicle um, infractions here. I Actually, it's true. it's true. I was driving home. And uh, are driving home from a meeting, going going uh, on the highway, like you know, you know, fifty. Actually, I think I was going slow because I was like, I need to treat this car with gentle delicacy. And uh, I heard, you know, what sounded like the window just fell open on the highway, but it wasn't. It was the undercarriage of the passenger side front wheel, like the wheel was forcing friction on the undercarriage and, and it, and it uh, or the, like the plastic coating thing. I don't know. My brother's the car guy. I don't know what the, these terminologies, but, uh, and it just like, fe- it just fell off. And I looked in my rear view mirror and I was like, I hope no one gets into a motor vehicle accident on the road that shall not be named. See, no one can come sue me if that happened. Uh, I should really get a legal team. All right. Um, I need new cars. I need a new car. Not new cars. Not new cars. I'm not that uh, needy. Just one car. I, you know, I got the kind. The, I got. I drive a 2007 Honda Accord, and um, it's the kind where you can still lock your keys inside. You know what I mean? Has that ever happened to you? Oh, I have a story. Hold on. So, speaking of my brother, when I was in high school, and it was, I, I, I think it was a senior, maybe a junior. I, I don't know. No, I was taking geometry. I had to have been, at least been driving. I guess I was a junior. That shows how uh, stupid I was. I was taking geometry junior year. Anyway, <laughs> so it's uh, like exam week, and I my brother, he's a big car nerd, and uh, he has a 1979 um, Chevy Camaro, uh, like metallic black, pearl white racing stripes. It's It's a cool fucking car. Those cars, when you turn them on, those American muscle cars, you listen to them, you smell the exhaust, and it's just a great experience. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, Ryan, I'm just going up to Sherwood. I'd love to, you know, would you let me drive the Camaro? And, uh, you know, it's, I'm not I'm just going, you know, we, live, we lived really close to the high school, Sherwood High School. So uh, it's like, I'm just going up to take the exam and right back. I'm, it's a half a mile or whatever. And he's like, all right, Robin. He's like, don't, but don't fuck anything up, right? So what do I do? I lock the keys inside the car, inside the car. I'm in my geometry exam 
trying to focus on math and uh, realize in the middle of the exam, oh shit, the keys, I don't know the keys. Anyway, long story short, uh, got to get like building services or the security guys to use a Slim Jim to unlock the car. And uh, yeah, I, um, I believe I did hear the end of it eventually, but my brother was quite upset, quite upset. Anyway, new cars these days, you can't lock your keys inside them, right? So that's really the only criteria I'm looking for. No, I, I, we want like a four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, something to uh, handle the snowy weather. Uh, of course, these days we don't really get snow in the D.C. area, do we? Local listeners know what I'm talking about. This, uh, this, this winter was very lame. Um, you got to go elsewhere if you want to go skiing. I don't, actually, I don't know that that's true. Maybe the nearby mountains. You know, they make their own snow. Anyway, ramble, ramble, ramble. You know, actually, I should be more calm uh, you know, now in the Lenten season, because I give up all my favorite substances. I, it's, I, I went last yesterday, I went to hang out with a buddy of mine and I went to a cafe and I asked them, Hey, what are your decaf options? And they were like, Oh, pretty much everything up there, which is, you know, they're basically following like the Starbucks model. They're like all the Starbucks drinks basically. Right. And, uh, I'm like, I'm wait, I'm I'm decaf, so uh, and she's like, yeah, anything up there you, we can make decaf, and I'm like, are you serious? Guess what happens when you go to Starbucks? You say, hey, I I I want a decaf. What are my options? You know what they say? They say, move ahead. We have our we have the drugs, and uh, we're drug dealers. We got the drugs for the people behind you and in front of you. Keep moving on. We got one option for you: americano. Take it or leave it. I wonder if McDonald's has more decaf options. What the fuck, Starbucks? Okay. I just had to get that off my chest. Um, also, also, just one other, uh, what do you even call it? My, uh, my, my cousin was babysitting for my wife and I, and she's over here. She's like, brings over her, her dinner. She goes to the microwave, and she just presses the buttons to start the time. You know, three minutes or whatever. She just presses three, zero, zero, start. I look at her. I go, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me you don't have to press cook time first? I, I was always under the impression that microwaves, you needed to press cook time and then the buttons, then the numbers, right? That's how it used to be. And I told her, I was like, Lindsay, if you don't have to press cook time, why is there a cook time button on the model? What is it for? Is it for old people like me? who just think that you have to press cook time. It's kind of like if you're, uh, have you ever gone, traveled outside of the country? And, uh, you know, credit cards, you actually don't have to call your credit cards to let them know that you're traveling. Did you know that? We went to Jamaica in December and I, I called uh, Chase credit card. And they were like, yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. And I'm like, but but the, the phone menu has the option of, oh, will you be traveling Press two if you'll be traveling outside of the country. I'm like, this is for the old people. Are you following me? There are two levels of awareness. Old people awareness and the rest of us. And apparently I'm in the, f- the prior category, the first category. I'm also the smelliest. I've been voted smelliest. I don't know if you know this, but if any dads are listening, are, you know, if you have young sons or daughters, you know, I'm the smelliest. I have the most farts. I smell the bad. I smell the worst, you know. Um, so oldest and smelliest just, you know, for the record. Okay. All right. Should we do another read? Let's do another read here. Uh, 
Uh, Kiva lenders. Kiva lenders combat poverty daily by making small loans to borrowers around the world. We believe in fair access to affordable capital for people to improve their own lives. Often only a relatively small amount of money stands in the way of Kiva borrowers and their dreams. Whether it's a Kenyan farmer who needs $500 in order to double her grain production or a young Bolivian woman who lacks the $1,500 tuition for nursing school, Kiva lenders provide a hand up to these and countless other borrowers. The link to join Team Robley is in the show notes. Sign up and make a loan today. Yes, so The Robin Smith Show is on Kiva, and you can join Team Robley. Robin Smith Show is also on Patreon. Um, I don't know, though. You all should check it out. We launched just a couple weeks ago with the new Patreon page. And what do we have to offer? Not a whole lot. I'm not proud of it, okay? I'm not pretending that I'm proud of it. But I, I need listener suggestions, okay? If you go to the Patreon page, you'll see. You'll see what the tiers are, and you'll be like, okay, clearly this guy doesn't take this seriously. Well, you know, I'm still building this thing as I fly. I, I talk about this on multiple episodes. This this show is a is a is an experiment, okay? And I'm I'm slowly waking up and becoming sentient and realizing that I'm not a real boy, okay? Actually, that makes me think about AI and what the fuck is happening. And I should get Jerry Glenn. My father-in-law, who's been on the show twice already. I think he might set a record for the most appearances of a guest. He might even beat his daughter. I should probably get my wife on first. Anyway, he's like the AI guy. AI is big in the news, and no one in my network is more well-equipped to talk about AI than he is. Uh, and he's also been talking about it before it was a thing in the the zeitgeist or in, the, in pop culture, Okay. He's the nerd who's been in the trenches trying to, like, ring the alarms and say, you know, reach out to your politicians and to global leaders and let them know that you are concerned about artificial general intelligence. Um, anyway, okay. Anything else here today? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, let's do one. I'll leave you with one more track, okay? Actually, no, there's one more. Just upcoming guests. So next week I've got the lovely Theodore Blanchfield on. She is a mental health provider and writer, uh, and her specialty is working with uh, like psychedelic assisted. I think she, I think her jam is ketamine. I think. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. I'll talk to her next week, and um, yeah, that's also another kind of big thing in the field is psychedelic. I'm watching the Netflix thing. What is it? The Michael Pollan thing on Netflix. Not How to Change Your Mind. That was his book, but there's a, like a documentary. I should get this stuff right, but you all know what I'm talking about. Go to Netflix and, and search for Michael Pollan or Psychedelics or whatever. There's a, there's a documentary, and it is really about how, goddamn, these healing medi- – these plant medicines and their potential for healing people so that they're not dependent on drugs anymore for, per se. Um, not that that's going to be the case for everyone, but, you know – when you when you heal you don't you know when you heal a physical ailment you don't still need the crutches you know what i'm saying and so the analogy is when you heal the wounds in your heart you don't still need the ssris okay and is it any wonder why pharmaceutical companies might be not down for that or not wanting to i i don't even know so much that they're resisting it i think that they're actually positioning to exploit it and leverage it i'm basing this on absolutely nothing this is just a paranoid Paranoid guy in his basement talking about the government, or not the government, the pharmaceutical industry. Either way, you know, either way I sound paranoid, but I should probably take some meds for that, right? Okay, so Theodore Blanchfield, she's coming up. And then Eamon Alam, also 
Uh, he is the vice president of operations of iFrog Marketing Solutions. But more importantly, uh, he's a buddy of mine, uh, and I'm I haven't I haven't caught up with Eamon in a long time. I'm really excited for that episode. Um, and then yeah, so let's 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 bring it in here for a landing. Last thing I'll say is if you're a fan of the show, if you'd like to support it, reach more listeners, you can share it with friends, family, and colleagues. You can also subscribe, follow, or rate the show on your favorite podcast app. By the way, iHeartRadio, for whatever reason, iHeartRadio is the most popular podcast app. Take that, Apple and Spotify. Take that. Uh, also, reviews are always welcome, of course. you know, Spread the word. Rate it. Review it. That helps it go. Um, get, list, get more listeners, more exposure. Um, if you'd like to go even further, consider becoming a monthly supporter on Patreon. Oh, I don't know if you want to do that. Um, go check out Patreon. Tell me. Tell me how I can improve it. What can I offer you all? Um, you will help me keep the lights on. It's true. Uh, there are no sponsors for this show, if you haven't noticed yet. Um, so really want to at least get this project to be breaking even. Um, back to the read. So Patreon, uh, there's multiple tiers with different membership benefits. You can learn more at patreon.com slash The Robin Smith Show. And thank you in advance for supporting the show. And thanks for listening. Okay. I'll leave you with this track from Momentary Profits album Mandala. It's called Warmth. Enjoy, and I will see you next week.
The Robin Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer. This podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Mm-hmm.